Gaming Podcast, where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber. What's up? And Control Freak. Evening, folks. And Twilight. Hello. And we're here to talk about games and hopefully make your 2020 a little bit less shit. No promises. That's pressure. Without further ado, what's everybody been playing this week? Uh, Twilight, why don't you go first? Good, because I play absolutely nothing. Fair enough. I got uh, the Hitman game. Never actually got around to playing it. You should do that for next week. That's your homework for next week. You're going to assign me homework? Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. Not that you have the authority to assign me anything. I'm the I'm the host. I can do whatever I want. Hmm. I suppose I have played played through a game that was free on Epic a few months ago called Lifeless Planet. Oh, I have that one. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it it's interesting. It it's got the atmosphere down, but eh. Once you're past the idea of yeah, this game's not actually scary, it becomes just an old platformer. It's which is a bit annoying because you only have long jumps at certain at certain points. Is Lifeless Planet supposed to be scary? It's supposed to be very atmosphere. That doesn't necessarily mean scary, though, because technically Journey is atmospheric. It's got a very horror atmosphere as you're wondering what the heck is going on. Why is there human construction on this alien planet? And why is this lush alien planet now a lifeless barren desert? Wait, which game? Lifeless Lifeless Planet. Planet. Yeah. Your character was... um, on a mission sent 15 years away from Earth to inspect this so-called lush and very Earth-like atmospheric planet with oxygen and everything. Yeah, it turns out it's a barren, lifeless rock. Oh yeah, it, doesn't it also have, like, you find, not the Communist Manifesto, but, like... You find very Russian themes yeah. all over it? Yeah. Hammer and sickle type shit. All yeah, that's on, its, that's on its front front logo yeah hmm. and a lot I, of it yeah, a lot of it is voiced and a lot of it is german i don't or russian i don't speak russian so complete <laughs> no language or subtitle option uh no you it only starts voiceovering when you're on the the page that you're supposed to read Sometimes your character will read it in English, and sometimes you'll just have to read it, read the German ones. Russian ones, but hey. Whatever. I'm not oh, a linguist. Yeah. Confusing them won't offend anybody. I mean, I offend a lot of people just by existing. Yeah, that's possibly true. I mean, most of us probably do that. Yeah, everybody you, loves I mean, it. you're right. Now, I I think I remember seeing something about this in the past, and I never I never picked it up, but I was always curious about it. It's fun enough. It doesn't take very long. Like, I got through the entire thing in, like, a day. Right. Or four hours. I think there's even an achievement on Steam to complete it in under four hours. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so it's basically of course it's on. Evil. Of course, I got it on Epic, so I didn't get any of the achievements. I like my achievements, thank you. Aw, boo-hoo. <laughs> I like no, getting achievements. No achievements for you. 
See, and, but but the thing is, that whole drive for achievements is why there's so many crappy games on Steam. Like there was that one game that was literally just for boosting achievements. Wasn't it literally just that... every keyword in the title, like every Steam keyword they could possibly fit into the title? Yeah, it was something like that. It was ridiculous. I remember seeing that and being like, what the fuck? It was like called like <laughs> best game, five star, very positive, must play, epic Yeah, that, that was an issue with early Xbox Live Arcade games. Oh, yeah. Oh, and God, then um, a lot of little big planet user generated levels were made so that you could like get you specific just pop into an easy level and yeah, get a quick achievement. Yep. Although, in that case, it's a little bit more helpful because sometimes uh, online achievements tied to online stuff is always bullshit. Yeah. If you're but somebody yes, who I'm not a linguist. Achievement, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a linguist, I, and therefore I don't try to memorize what words of a foreign language are what language. There Fair. is a game out there, now that you mentioned that, there is a game out there that benefits by slowly teaching you words in a language. Rosetta Stone? That's no, no, no. An actual, That's a an actual software. Game. <laughs> um, but the thing being nope. that it's not a real-life language. You're never no you know, inundated with tons of I feel like in No Man. I feel like in No Man's Sky, they made a point that... Even if you spend all the time looking for words, you're still not going to understand a thing anyone says. This is a puzzle game. Yeah, but I, I know No Man's Sky had that, though. Yeah, and actually, No Man's Sky did a pretty decent job of it. Um, yeah, I've played No Man's Sky. I searched around for hours and couldn't find enough words to make a sentence. Well, but that's the thing. When you're... When you consider that there are hundreds, possibly thousands of words, and so you're learning slowly individual words as you're going through, I actually thought they did a, a fairly decent job with trying to understand an actual, like, alien language bit by bit. It's like, yeah, yeah you've, except you've learned the word for man, you've learned the word for help. Yeah, you but learn, you learn how, how often are you actually going to come across those words in an actual sentence and be glad that you learned the word? I mean, when you're talking to traders and stuff, it helps because then you know what the fuck they're on about. Yeah. And also, it's not about how often you'll come across it. It's about those moments when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, I, yeah, I that's the thing. Through... I never came to a, to a part where I actually came across somebody who used the word help. Well, and that's the thing. I like I had multiple situations in No Man's Sky, like uh, exploring certain planets where you're going through and you come across like an abandoned base and you go in and alarms are going off for some reason. You don't know why the alarms are going off. You go to the terminal and it displays alien characters. I've had multiple situations where I had to base an answer, a response, like hit a certain button or do a certain action based on this one sentence and sometimes i made the right choice sometimes i made the wrong choice but those sentences every now and then would have a singular word show up like i at one point learned the word for pressure i was like when the fuck am i ever going to need the word for pressure 
I ended up going to a random base on a different planet where I ha where it suddenly was saying something about reactor and pressure. And I had two options, open additional flood valves or shut all valves. Literally both things pertaining to pressure and this possible reactor. I think I ended up opting to close all valves and it worked. So I actually saved it and got like bonus research points or whatever. Um, but no, like it's not always going to be something immediately useful, but down the road, there is a purpose. Yeah, man. This is just making me want to go back and replay No Man's... And I say replay like No Man's Sky has a finishing point. It does. Get to the center of the universe, and then it just chucks you back to the outer edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not, okay. only, not only with you... the whole replay thing, but also, when was the last time you played it? How many updates has it had since? The when I played time... it... When I played it, it didn't even have a start a new game function. Yeah, you probably played it closer to launch... Just like I did when the game was yeah a mess, <laughs> and now they've had like what I think the last update we played Control was the when one I played where it, they... people were still crucifying the thing. We played we it played... after that big update. We we played it after the No Man's Sky Beyond. The first I think major it was called. One. Yeah, the yeah. first major one. We haven't next. played it since then. Or yeah, No Man's Sky next. Yeah, I've I've watched you guys play it on Steam, but last time I played it, people were still crucifying it. Well, now people aren't crucifying it anymore. Now it's an actual good game <laughs> with, like, stuff to do. Hell, they have actually, ships now that are organic. Yeah, I've seen I those. I think about... Here. Yeah, they, they are. Um, I think about, though, uh, those people... Specifically, the one death threat that Jason Schreier got uh, after announcing that the game would be delayed. And not not just because they were a troll or anything like that, but the very specific one that comes to mind is the person who was like, how dare you? This is all I have. And like, yeah, they went too far by threatening his life for, you know, reporting the news when they thought he was somehow, you know, I don't know, using his Jew magic to actually delay the game. But, okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a new rule for the podcast. Let's never use the statement Jew magic again. <laughs> you know the type of person. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't believe in Jew magic. <laughs> Stop saying it! I think you, you know just. I think you just. I think you just provoked him to I say know, it more. I know the type of person. I think you but just like, provoked him to say it more. But yeah, I just wonder, like, now that the game is out, like after the the bad backlash, after how shitty it was, um, I I just I wonder what that person did. I wonder where they are in their life. Hopefully in a better place. God, I hope. And I don't mean that in hopefully they're in a better place and they're not amongst the land of the living anymore. We I just mean, hope they're dead. I hope they, like, figured out that their life was in a dark spot and they got help. <laughs> or someone made them get help. 
I agree. I mean, humans I don't, don't always want to. That. Humans don't always want to get help themselves. Yes, I know. Well, a lot of times but, people don't know that they need it. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I mean, that is the other thing. Yeah. But anyway, so you got to get someone podcast, else to kick guys. in to drag them kicking and screaming to help. Gaming podcast. Also, well, fine. PSA: If you feel like you need help, please get help. Please seek help there or find someone that's willing about you yeah find someone that's willing to drag you kicking and screaming to set help if you're having trouble doing it yourself you know i can't really um, remember the game but i bet you jew magic is something in uh the south <laughs> park trick or truth <laughs> oh no it absolutely is it, it is actually <laughs> yeah. if you if you choose mage you're jewish just like <laughs> no, okay. no that's that's the hole. that's the class it's in not mage it's You're Jew. A Jew. Yeah. And then in Fractured okay. Butthole, the uh, the difficulty slider... The race. Yeah, love it. was white to black. Fucking... I love that. I'm surprised that game got released with how many fucking things that they... The envelopes it's, they pushed. You know, the sad part about Fractured Butthole was I honestly did not enjoy it as much as I did Stick of Truth. I never got a chance to play it. Well, Fractured Butthole was, uh, they had it designed as a tactical game instead of just RPG. An, RP, an old school RPG, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was kind of my thing it, I thought it. that it got praised for updating the combat. I can't listen to you guys say that name with a straight face. It's a Fractured it's, Butthole. That, 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 that's <laughs> it was supposed though. to be called the Ass of Time, and they were told that the ESRB would not let them put ass on there, and that's how you they came have, up with the name. You couldn't have ass in the title. But you could say whatever the fuck you wanted in the game. But it's ass the in the title, that, just too much. It's the same way that when they came out with their first movie, they were told that the MPAA would not let them have We're All Going to Hell. They said that hell cannot be in the title of a film, which, from hell, but whatever. Um, they said hell couldn't be in the title of the film because it was uh, South Park, We're All Going to Hell. Um, and so they turned it into a dick joke. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Yep. That's a good movie, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I saw that I when think... I was a kid. My mother took me to that movie. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, saw it, I saw it in yes. theaters. My mother took me to that movie when I, I, when I was younger. And your parents are awesome. Your, your oh, mother is no, a fantastic no. lady. My, my mother was ready to walk out and drag me out of that theater. Like, I went with friends. You're like, not that much four older of us. than I am. And this movie, that movie came out a while ago. That was 1994? Seven or eight. No, yeah, seven or eight. Because it was right after season two. Yeah, it was. And you would have been around like 13, 14. You would have been the perfect age for that film. Yeah. But my mother is not quite appreciative of that type of humor. I'm pretty sure she walked oh, no. out of the theater when Big Gay Al did his Big Gay solo. Oh, I understand. I actually have never <laughs> seen that movie all the way through. I oh, man. I think I brought this up before. I, I was part of the second wave satanic panic of the late 90s. Hmm. I never really watched South Park. And <laughs> there was a uh, there was a news broadcast about the debut of the film. And they were showing like people who were dressed up as Kenny and all that. And like the closest I got to seeing that film was that. And having my grandma sit there and talk about how horrible 
South Park was. <laughs> yeah, no, my my mother had a uh, a minor conniption after the fact, but yeah, I mean it, it's this it's right up there with the. Uh, I actually saw the first. I actually recorded the first episode of South Park, which was the I think the it was alien. Actually, yeah the alien it was the alien. Yep, I had that recorded, and my mother destroyed that tape wow because i i had to record it because i wasn't it, it aired you know late at night so i yeah. recorded it on the vcr way back in the fucking day so i had this oh, yeah. vcr i had a tape recording of the first episode of south park and my mother destroyed that when she saw the episode honestly can't play right there were, so there for all of our younger listeners, first off, we're not sorry. You found this show on your own. <laughs> and secondly, back in the back in the day, there were these things called VHS tapes. Actually, I gotta wanted... cut you off there. It's it's a fun gag to do, just like we do with magazines. But I don't know if you know this. There's this. Do you remember when vinyl was coming back? And oh now God. it's like is a there a resurgence thing. of VHS now? Yeah, so so Wait, vinyl really? makes sense because there is a genuine difference in sound quality. Yeah, VHS but there is, is a, down a nostalgic resurgence of VHS tapes right now. Uh in fact, the very company that started the the vinyl renaissance, I can't remember what it is, it's some dumb electronic shop. Um like Suncoast, except, you know, one that still exists. Um, Sam Goody? Yeah, something like that. They're doing blind bag VHS sales. What the fuck? Where you get five random VHS tapes in all their full screen, terrible quality glory <laughs> uh, in a blind bag that way. for $35. Yeah, hope they're not giving porn to kids that way. Good lord. Seven dollars for each tape. Uh, I hate 2020. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome, welcome games. to hell. <laughs> games. I'm gonna go next because I'm yeah, how Halo. did how did how did uh Lifeless Planet turn into South Park? I, look, man, how does anything on this show happen? Because There's all of you are brain dates. No, no. Remember, we we have two words in our title. One is gaming. One is casual. No, I still chalk it up as all of you are non-focused morons. What does that make you? Someone that has to tolerate all of you because you guys made me a host. I mean, that was all Sedge. It is. <laughs> no, you can't leave. <laughs> yeah, someone that has to tolerate all of you. Anyway, I'm going to go next, because for once, I actually... Well, I have been playing Halo, but I've played other I was other about to say Halo. <laughs> so I, I have played two new games this week. Uh, one, I have not put much... I mean, I haven't put much time into either of them, but one I already like more than the other. So... The first one I played is Spiritfarer. So it's a little hand-drawn uh, cartoony game where you're, you basically take over Picard on... 
well, yeah, you have a boat, but you take over for Car on the boat, man, ferrying spirits to their final rest. I think I know this. And it came out a while ago. No, it it like just dropped like two weeks ago. What? Yeah, before <laughs> it was an older game. Well, maybe no. not older, but, but I don't I saw shit about this lasted thirty years. That that's fair. You know, that's two true. weeks ago is like eight years. So. Yes, like said, wow it it launched august on the 18th 18th? what the fuck yep i've yep. seen shit for this for months i know i have yep yeah, i'm they... just someone that has to deal with all of you it was a big showcase of the xbox game event back Wait, during e3 it i mean it's got an award for best of mix la 2019 yep because it debuted at uh e3 Okay, so that that's why I've seen shit for this for the last year. I knew I had yeah. seen something about it long ago. So that oh, yeah. that's why I, that's why I was confused. I'm like, this game's been out forever. What are you talking about? Clearly, so, Control is very confused. Also, this seems I mean, like I, a furry's wet dream. Probably. I mean, I haven't played it yet. Yes, every. Every spirit has, like, an animal form. But, I, I mean, the game is super, like, cutesy, uh, as you can probably tell. But, I don't know, it's very relaxing to play. They're getting real I mean, cuddly with that steer. The sa- <laughs> That steer's actually a girl. They're getting real cuddly with that steer. Her, her name is Gwen. Her name is Gwen. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's how it works. I don't know. Her name's Gwen. Okay. I mean, it's steer. I'm just telling you. Sorry. What the I just, game? Told I just me. I I saw the antlers. Although, yeah, they've got like the poofy collar thing, so that yeah, that is kind of feminine. Is it a going steer on right or stag? Yep. You, you presume I, know. I know the difference? I don't hunt. So. Okay, a stag is a male deer with antlers and all that. A steer is a castrated male bull. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I guess I meant stag, not steer, whatever. I don't deal with farms. I'm from the center <laughs> of a goddamn city. Let's get Either this way, all of you are All of you are city her, boys. Her, her name is Gwen and she chain smokes. <laughs> So I take it that was your favorite character. I have literally <laughs> played the game for two hours. I have barely messed around with the building. because I, the I whole... feel like you could still have a statement on that. I mean, as, of all the characters I met, yes. It's her and the cat. And you don't talk to the cat. But, yeah, no, the ga- I mean, the game's kind of cool because it's got a building mechanic to it. You know, you have to keep all the spirits happy. The cat's going to be death. By putting... Aren't you death? Death? No, you're the boatman. You're not death. You don't kill them. You just ferry them to their final destination. You're death. <laughs> That's not death. <laughs> That's pretty much what death does. Oh my no, god. No! The boatman ferried... Uh, dead souls across the river. I was about to say, is it Greek mythology type of ferryman where you know you had like the drachma pay the thing? It, it's pay the ferryman. You yeah. have to. 
the spirits do pay you a type of penance, and it's literally car on the boatman. All right. So I don't know what mythos they're going off of because it sure as hell doesn't look Greek. I mean, yes, the overall style. But the idea of a boatman to ferry you to hell is kind of Well, didn't the Egyptians technically have a boatman that ferried you to Anubis? Anubis was your was your introduction. Yeah. You just showed up in front of Anubis and he weighed your sins. Uh, no, he didn't. Then, he just he just set you off he, on your way. I thought he weighed your sins and yeah, then no, he weighed your Elysium or no, I think that was a totally punishment. different goddess. I I don't okay, we're getting way off topic again. <laughs> so Spirit Fairer, you build a boat that has a bunch of amenities to keep these spirits happy. I've put two hours in it so far, and I like it because it's super relaxing. And that's what I have on Spirit Fair. It's a good game. Go check it out. I picked it up on Game Pass, so I didn't pay for it. <laughs> oh, is it on Game Pass? I'll have, to, it's on... I'll have to pull that up. It's on Game Pass. Woo-woo! Uh, the second game I played, however, is not on Game Pass. I paid money for this, and I regret all of my life choices. <laughs> because I played... The goddamn Avengers game. <laughs> I said, I know last week I said I didn't want to play it. And you I did. I know I said it. And I did it anyway. And you have no one to blame but yourself. I have the impulse control of a gnat. <laughs> Accurate. But no, I, I saw some cool cutscenes. Are you from just saying that... you gravitate towards shit? Apparently. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, that's a fly, isn't it? Pretty much any bug. Anyway. So, I I saw some cutscenes online, and I was like, "Eh, okay, I kind of want to check this out. (sighs) So, we're gonna gonna give a quick synopsis based on my first, like, three hours with the game. Um, I'm going to summarize by saying, it's Destiny, but with Marvel heroes. Except you don't get to actually customize your weapons. It's just different stats. Otherwise, yep, it's, there's no change. Well, it's, it's armor pieces that don't change the way you look. They just go on underneath whatever cosmetic costume you're wearing. Boo. And they Which change your stats. Up. Yeah, you did bring that up. Boo. And, uh... Yeah, each character has their own leveling tree, so if you want to level, like, the Hulk, you gotta play missions as the Hulk and grind him up. And But that doesn't level up Miss Marvel, so then you gotta go grind her up. And all this is preparation for whatever the hell the online is, and I don't see this game gaining any traction. The combat's a little bit janky, it's very much just mash square, square, triangle, dodge. It's... it's, it's... Ultimate Alliance with better graphics. Kinda, yeah. That's that that was kind of my perception when I first saw it, which was also my first concern. Cause while a lot of people sing the praises of Ultimate Alliance, you wanna know what uh did it better the first time? Gauntlet. Diablo. They did it Baldur's better the Gate. first time. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 2, the PS2 edition, that was actually yeah. a really good one. Um, I don't think I have that one behind me. But yeah, like they did they did it right. They did it well. 
Like, you could change your attack style, you could change your weapons, your abilities, like, all that nine yards. This just sounds like it's, you know, a gussied-up version of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, except with fewer characters, I think? Yeah, they're adding more. They're already, like, when you're walking through the helicarrier, so your your base is this old, the helicarrier from the first trailer that explodes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's your base, because apparently they pulled it out of the San Francisco Bay and moved it to the desert for some fucking reason. Huh. In the middle of Nevada. Because sure, why not, I guess. Yeah. And uh, basically, the whole, like, you walk through and you see, like, Black Widow, uh, Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Bruce Banner on all these different uh, doors, and one of them says Clint Barton. Hmm. So Hawkeye's going to be in it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, but he actually doesn't come out until after uh, the chick Hawkeye. Until after, oh, God, Kate something. I can't remember her name. Literally, the last run of Hawkeye comics was about, like, them two working together, and I just don't remember her last name. It's it's Kate. I know that. But, yeah. So, the the over-under for it, though, is... Grind it... missions, level your characters, then go to the next story mission, fight a boss... Keep which, grinding. Basically. And you have to keep going back to older stages, especially when they start releasing new characters. It's like, oh yeah, See, here's this new character. Except you have no gear for him at the level that you are currently at, so you gotta go back to the start to play as this character to level them up to be able to do the new content. Well, yeah, and so you can do matchmaking for... It, it's like Destiny. You can do matchmaking for any of the missions you go on. Is every mission a strike, then? There's no, like, open world zone? No, the missions are open world zones. The fuck? They're, like, just way smaller than Destiny's open world. Which, Destiny's open worlds are actually kind of small in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, so these are smaller and more linear. Huh. It seems. Mind you, remember, three hours. Right. Literally just got the Hulk as a character to play as, so... Um, but yeah, and I, and all this, like, even when you go online, it's like, you have to matchmake and you can only p have one of each hero. So obviously you can't have four Iron Mans flying around. Right. And I just see that very much either causing problems if you're not playing with friends. I main Iron Man. Can you tick, can you pick someone else? Because I'm not going to join the party if you're going to play as Iron Man. Yeah, and that's the thing. Or if you're matching at... Or if you can matchmake as a hero, because obviously I haven't fucked around with the matchmaking yet. You have bad luck with that to. anyway. I mean, yeah. But it's like, what? If I'm if I'm go if I'm I'm matchmaking as Iron Man, am I, like, never going to find a match because there's a million other Iron Mans <laughs> that I'm trying to compete Irons, with? Man. But yeah, I'm so, leaving that silence in. That was no. the judgmental silence. <laughs> for the for the overall, yeah, I I had concerns about the game, but I wanted to give it the benefit of a doubt. But after what you've stated and what I've seen, eh, it, yeah, it is, it is very meh 
in all honesty, I probably would have preferred an MMO version or MMO style of a of, of a, a game Marvel similar game. to DC Universe Online. Maybe not maybe not proper DC Universe Online, but an a open world Marvel game where it's like, yeah, you can have global events. Or just where... make it like Destiny where you make your own fucking superhero. The whole premise of the game is that the explosion of the helicarrier mm-hmm. causes the Inhumans to be a thing. Wait, really? Yeah, that's so how Miss Marvel gets... powers are showing up now and they couldn't think, yeah, we'll just let people make their own make their own hero. Yeah, that's wow. how Miss Marvel gets her powers. She's on the helicarrier when it go, or she's leaving the helicarrier when it goes down and the Terrigen explodes. Huh. And it gives her her stretchy Morphe ability. Weird. I don't, yeah. That's... So they, it, it was a perfect story reason for you to have your own hero and then interact with Iron Man and Thor and all that. But of course they want to make it so it's like, no. People want to play as Iron Man and Thor. Yeah. I mean, if you want that, just make it possible to make your own Iron Man and your own Thor. Well, then you just have DC Universe Online, where it's like one of the things you can get is fear gas. It's like, well, that's not unique. That's just Scarecrow's thing. Well, welcome to Mamorpigers. <laughs> I mean, is it any better to have whatever it is that they have now? I don't know. Plus, each character. Actually, I think each character had an MMO in the past. They did not. They didn't. The only two. Nope. The only two superhero MMOs to ever exist were City of Heroes and Villains and uh, DC Universe Online, which was basically just City of Heroes and Villains. Yeah, but That's worse. True. Yeah. Like I remember playing a bit of City of Heroes, and that game was actually pretty dope. I played both City of Heroes and DC Universe. Which one did you prefer? Like, if you had, if I put both in front of you and said you have to play one of these, which one would you choose? I'd probably pick City of Heroes because it was over the top in its portrayal of some of the characters, which made it more entertaining and engaging compared to DC, where it was like, all right, go speak to Batman. Yay? Do I get to go to the Batcave? No. Batman's on a roof. Go talk to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So if it wasn't clear from my description of the two of the games that I've played this week, uh, Spiritfarer I enjoy much more. Two vastly different games. Yeah. I'm still going to finish Marvel's story because I'm actually... The story is actually actually decent, or I'm going to try to finish it. Yeah. Look, it's the same kind of sh- if it if it really gets to that point where it's like, all right, you have to grind eight million side missions to even be able to attempt the next mission. I'm gonna be like, and I'm done. I was <laughs> <laughs> more making well, a no, joke that it, you never seem to finish games. Yeah, but that see, in that case, it's not just my gamer ADD getting to me. That's legitimately padding for padding's sake, and I hate that. Yeah, in that type of game, especially and especially if it's like, well, you know, you've been spending a lot of time as Iron Man, so he's level 12, but all your other heroes are level eight. They can't come on this quest. 
you should try matchmaking. I'm going to be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> How dare you try to make me play with other people? There are anyway. so many other games if I want to play with other people. Yeah, Destiny at least gives you the option to play solo outside of the raids. And Destiny is fun solo. That's the thing. This game is hard solo. Not even entertaining hard, just like, here's this massive wave of enemies designed for four people, but there's only one of you, so good luck. Well, no, because you can bring a companion, so there's technically two. Mm. Or more, probably later in the game, I assume. But right now, it's only two. I mean, the AI's competent enough, but it's still fucking hard. Anyway. So that... I'll probably have more to say on Marvel Avengers next week. Right. Maybe my opinion on it will change. Maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? Tune in next week to find out. Light, go next. I haven't been playing anything. Fair enough. Control. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. Light, do you have anything you want to add to this section? <laughs> no. I, 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 okay. I've been laughing this whole time that you've been making everybody else go first because I had nothing. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Honestly, over the past two weeks, I really haven't uh, I haven't played anything new. I've gotten back into some older stuff. Um, I mean, I played some Among Us, which standard, you know, my friends yeah. are bastards. I'm going to backstab all of you. Hey, to be fair, at least this time it wasn't Twy calling us out every five minutes. That's true. That is true. And usually uh... the time she did call me out was before I had actually done anything. And then I would kill her, and then, you know, she can't call me out for things once I've actually started to do things. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I forgot. Well, that's Twy was... a... yeah. Twy didn't have a good time this time. Yeah, I remember. Um, but I, I've gotten back into playing Killing Floor 2, because I enjoy that, and I actually played through some of the object. they have objective maps, so, oh. yeah, every- new? Um, they basically take some of the original maps that they had, and some of, the, like, the, like, the developer-made maps, and there are objectives you have to complete during the maps, be it- Hey, escort this bot around the map, repair these specific terminal nodes, defend this point, or, you know, defend this point and hit this button every so often during waves of enemies. Um, and you get in, you know, some... You get in-mission currency, and then you also get in-game currency. The in-game currency gets you cosmetics, the in-mission currency gets you guns. Um, so I've been playing through those on normal and... I've been having I've been having fun with that. They're they're nice little simplistic missions, but nothing nothing too extravagant's been going on with that. Uh, it did pop up on Kickstarter for a bit, so you can get it for cheap. Uh, I ended up playing some more Depth, which I haven't played in a hot minute, and they've added they've actually added a couple of new things. They've added a couple of new sharks with new abilities. Um, the divers haven't gotten too much new stuff though. What what? they're divers they're supposed to be shark food you get guns god damn it <laughs> i know um but i played a bit of that with grim and rouse recently and we had fun with that uh, oh is that what you guys were playing the other day yep and it it reminded me that i do enjoy that game it's a lot of fun yep. i mean we we had rounds we got destroyed 
a couple of those rounds, but we still had fun. It it's a fun game. Yep. Although apparently it was Grim's first time ever playing it. Really? So he had a round where he was a shark. And it was like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? So there, like, he he actually snagged me. He got me in his jaws, and he didn't realize he had to shake, wiggle the mouse. To he had to shake with pieces. Yeah, he didn't realize he had to shake, so he's like swimming away, and I'm just stabbing him in the face until he dies. I think I did that once or twice. Yeah, I mean, we we gave him. But the then I got into the flow of I have to really murder all of you. Yep. Yeah, and he 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 caught on pretty quick for that, and we we had fun with that. Um, obviously, Beat Saber because got to get that cardio in. Um. Warframe Heart of Deimos has come out. I got the new frame. I got the new Helminth upgrade, which uh, something that is kind of a first. You can actually sacrifice Warframes you have to get one of their abilities and bestow it to a different frame. So you can play Ember on a non-Ember, Shane. Yeah, uh, I there think Ember. There is only there is only Ember, nothing but Ember. But that's the thing: you could take abilities from other frames and put them onto Ember. Then, um, I think like Ember's ability, because actually Ember is one of the ones I'm subsisting right now, because I had a free Ember frame sitting in the uh, the inventory. Yeah, um, I never understood why you had like four Embers. Well, I only had three. <laughs> one I got for free, one I built, and the other one is Prime. Um, but so now I've sacrificed one of them because you can't sacrifice Prime versions. You can only sacrifice Standard. So I sacrificed one of them to get her third ability, which is you gain armor, and then you can release the ability uh, to reduce the heat generation of it to deal damage to enemies in the area around you but the damage reduction is why i care for it and i can slap that onto a different warframe replacing one of their abilities and run around with that um and then i've been playing killing floor incursion which is killing floor in vr um i've been playing the story mode for that i haven't tried their horde mode uh i played this back on the oculus now I'm playing it on the Index, so different technical platforms. I will say the Index controller makes it a lot easier to use the throwing knives. Because uh, yeah, I don't game. have to work. Uh, Killing Floor Incursion. It's the VR version of Killing Floor. I don't know what Killing Floor is. Uh, horde mode zombie survival on a map. I'm sorry. Left for dead, but grittier. Yeah, kind of. Uh, when we come back from break after you're done describing what you've been playing, uh, remind me Oculus. I got some stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, right. But uh, the Index controllers with their, like, their design so that when you let go of your hand, you don't let go of the controller. I can throw the knives and shit so much easier than I could on the uh, Oculus. The first time you ever tried that, though, was it was it scary? Um, the first time I ever used it, I was playing Pavlov, and I was playing with Sedge, 
so I could kind of take my time getting used to doing so. Because uh, we were uh, we were messing around with grenades. So I was like, pull the pin, throw the grenade. And so I, I was able to get used to letting, like, actually letting go. And having that uh, that hand strap instead of, like, a wrist strap or, like, yeah. letting go of the trigger. Um, just being able to let go as I huck the grenade made it a lot easier for now to play Killing Floor Incursion, where I'm throwing, like, knives and technically a fire axe as well. One fire of my favorite learning curves that I've, I've ever read people talk about or watched. Uh, getting used was, to letting go of the index controller. Yeah, when when Half Life Alex was still behind closed doors, yeah, and people were talking about the Knuckles controller, and everybody said like that first time I threw something, I was just worried I was gonna break something by throwing the <laughs> controller. You just worried you're gonna huck it through your damn TV. And yep. then once they get used to it, and then they play again with like you know a classic, whether you're talking about the Vive or the the oh, you Oculus. You, you you huck that controller. You're like, oh shit. Well, yeah, they're like, it just doesn't feel right anymore. But yeah, so I've been having fun with that. The one thing, and it was a problem originally, and it's still a problem now, but I know they did it for more of the atmospheric rather than the application. The game is very dark. It is very hard to see fucking anything in that game especially on the first stage like you're on this like farmstead and there's a point like if your flashlight is not pointed in the right direction you can't see shit but it works so well for the overall gameplay because you're just i mean you have these zombies coming out from the darkness or like there are these uh spider-like zombies that crawl on the ground but they are completely black and so with everything being pitch black around you and you have these things crawling out from the darkness you don't see oh. these things until they're right up on you spoopy. but otherwise the game the game's actually not that bad and it it can get spoopy the first time you play it but again i i played this on oculus so i'm playing through now and i'm like yes i know what to expect so there was a like i was playing yesterday and i was literally walking around because i'm using the uh the walking controls instead of the teleport controls, and I'm just walking around dropping headshots left and right just because it's like, I'm just going to walk up to you and shoot you in the face. But it's it's a lot of fun, um, and I definitely enjoy it. Once again, I think it's on... i got to double-check how long it's actually on. Oh, today is the last day. Never mind. So it's going to be off of Kickstarter by the time you folks hear about this. But uh, for 15 bucks, you could have gotten uh, Killing Floor Incursion, Killing Floor 2, Killing Floor 1, and a bunch of the DLC pack. You mean Humble Bundle? Yes, on Humble Bundle. What did I say? Kickstarter. Yeah, okay. Yep, on Humble Bundle. But yeah, uh, Sedge, you might want to look into that if you wanted to get Killing Floor on uh, VR. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it just for the dlcs mainly honestly i got it uh the bow and the rhino pistol was pretty cool and then there's a couple of other guns i think there's a mosin in one of the packs yeah uh, i'll, I'll right look shield. into it after. i'll look into it when's it go off of uh you oh. got 18 hours from when i'm speaking right now cool plenty of time yep uh but yeah that's got what i've been up to <laughs> 
All right, cool. So with that, we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back. So enjoy these promos, and don't you go anywhere. We'll know if you do. Hey, everybody. This is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news. And then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. Hey, everyone. It's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look, man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over. You got to go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, The Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun. It's not always politically correct. And it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed those promos. Uh, go check out those shows when you're done here. We're going to get right into it because we got just a few things to cover on the back half of the show. So, yeah, let's start off with uh, we got some a cool trailer from Gamescom. We got a lot of cool trailers from Gamescom. Yeah, look, we we didn't mention that Gamescom was happening last week. Um uh but I do want to say you just wherever you go to look for your video game news and stuff, type Gamescom trailer and you will find something you like. That everything was announced from a new Dragon Age to random indies like that it was a ton of and trailers it- dropped. If you happen to come here for your gaming news, why? These these guys are too unfocused to be your source of gaming news. News. Hey, I, I'm I'm a journalist. You're still too unfocused. I get, I get scoops. Yeah, and you're anyway. gone most sessions because you're too too busy looking for those scoops. It's true. We did lose you to Peru. And Amazon. Not the forest, we found out, by the way. He was just stuck in his Amazon warehouse for some reason. Oh, you know what? You just reminded me. I actually do have some fun news right now. <laughs> so you remember you remember when somebody found uh, the new Xbox controller and the back of it said Series XS, even though Microsoft hasn't announced the uh, Project Lockhart yet? Yeah. They fucked up even harder. Oh, dear. So a dude went out and and bought uh, a Game Pass subscription. And on the bottom of it, it was like, this is good for Xbox uh, Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC. Like, that was displayed on the bottom of his TV inside Game Pass itself. Well done, Microsoft. So, like, yeah, here's a thing that works on that console we haven't even announced yet. I mean, also, the console's all but con- all but announced, essentially. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and they're supposed to actually debut it this month, even though they said that last month. But um, Yeah. Well, they also said they were supposed to debut Halo multiplayer last month, so. 
fuck both console manufacturers. I say both, even though I'm acting like Nintendo doesn't exist. Um, Nintendo's not in this fight. I do Nintendo have a couple doesn't quick join Nintendo the fight. Things, but... <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo sits knows. in the corner playing with their Mario and Samus action figures, and everybody still buys their stuff yeah. because it's Nintendo. They just glance For over reference... every now and then at the console war going on like, huh, Guy, guys, I'm going to keep playing with my toys. <laughs> For a reference that literally only the three of you will get, uh, uh, Microsoft is the church of Thor, um, Sony is the church of Loki, and Nintendo is red. <sighs> right. um, I'm gonna just go do my own thing. Don't mind me. In <laughs> random references from our D and D campaign, but okay. So getting back on on topic here, though. Well, hold we on. I got. Can... I got. I got a couple more things. They're all real brief. Uh, we'll one is, fuck both manufacturers, given that we're two months out from release, and uh, they still have not uh, come close to announcing price. Or giving like us that's... a solid pre-order. Like, yeah, apart like from that's Sony's, so... Like... Yeah, apart what? from Sony's like little thing... Of hey, if you win a giveaway, you can be one of the first to pre-order. Pre-order a console. Yeah, fuck yeah. that noise. Be I the would... first ones to give us money. Yeah, why is that a prize? Wouldn't it be a prize if you're one of the first people to play it, and therefore they send it out to you? What's even oh. more wild is that everybody's still acting like, oh, I'm the lucky one. I mean doesn't make sense people no, don't make sense and gamers don't make party, sense it's true for the third party uh, uh console manufacturer um the rumors are swirling that there's going to be a new model switch with a better screen and better interactivity the fuck does that mean i don't know like it doesn't seem to be a switch pro my personal belief is that they're going to do analog triggers that have rumble in them. Just Wait. for parity across all consoles. Wait, triggers with rumble in them? Yeah. Why? Well, Microsoft has their rumble trigger that they wasted all that money on only to for it to go nowhere that, uh, this past generation. But then Sony has their adaptive triggers. Uh, Nintendo already invested in HD Rumble, which kind of went nowhere because there was no use for it yet. But I think that for this next generation of games, all the consoles having you know some sort of adaptive trigger function is going to be a thing. <sighs> hmm. Weird, but I mean, people Fair like enough. it. The only. The only thing I've heard that I haven't liked is uh, Sony, uh, the the was it Arcane Studios doing that time loop death loop game uh, have announced that when your gun jams, the trigger will jam, and I just see a broken controller. Yep, absolutely. Don't do that. Bad idea. <laughs> um, Definitely don't do that. And then the last news on Nintendo before we get into the stuff we were going to actually talk about. My last brief news is. Nintendo, thanks to COVID-19, is the richest company in Japan now. 
shocking considering every Switch sold out within the first two weeks. Yep, it was the Switch and Animal Crossing that put them over the line. And what's nuts is the second biggest company is a chemical manufacturer. And if you know how broad those type of companies go, it's like even more mind-blowing that Nintendo's number one. And then when you think that Nintendo is only a game company, they're not like Sony, which is a worldwide electronics brand with movie studios and everything. Yeah, Nintendo's the richest company in Japan right now. Good for them. But, uh, all right. Well, now, now that that's, yeah, that's all my ADHD. Yeah, that's all of Light's ADHD news out of the way. Uh, we have two main things we wanted to talk about. One being the new Medal of Honor trailer. So Medal of Honor, for those of you who have not been in the know, has been AFK for God knows how long. Since Warfighter. I don't remember when Warfighter came out, hence the vaguity of the statement. I think it's been seven years. Something like that, yeah. And mind you, that was also Medal of Honor going away from World War II yeah. to modern day to try to compete with Call of Duty. Yeah. Well, they're back and, in uh, World War It was less of playing a blockbuster war movie and more of trying to be like a realistic war simulator. Yeah, because that was always the that was always the thing. Call of Duty was always the more realistic of the two. Medal of Honor was the block like you're saving Private Ryan. Hell, the fucking D Day yeah. scene in Medal of Honor Frontline is almost ripped from Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. God, I love that game. And the first Medal of Honor. Uh, oddly enough, I've never played the first Medal of Honor. I've only played Underground, Frontline. Uh, so speaking of underground uh there's a there's a girl that you get um she's a she's an ally in the first medal of honor and then she's the main character of underground she is in this game i saw that so okay let let's skip the uh not keep people waiting in suspense medal of honor is getting a vr based shooter and called above and beyond Yep, Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond, and it looks dope as fuck. They are redoing. It looks like they're. It looks like they're planning the entire game. It's made by Respawn, who did uh, Jedi Fallen Order and uh, more importantly Titanfall, Apex. Yeah. Um, you know the Goody and, Studio. And it's getting back to even though it's a VR game, it's getting back to that. You are living a blockbuster, Saving Private Ryan type. Uh, war movie um and it looks like they're building it around true holy shit mode they're redoing the d-day invasion you are the first boats to land at normandy uh they even went out and did you know scans of omaha beach um well that's gonna look weird with all the new you know buildings that exist around omaha beach Har, har. I had to make the joke. I thought the same thing when they announced it, so. Um, 
but it also looks like they clearly learned from things like uh like half-life alex yeah no like that whole you know it's yeah it's a first person shooter but you know you have that vr interactivity well yeah you can huck grenades and uh, you know, one thing that they announced is if you if you pick, if you can pick up an object, then you can use it as a weapon. Fantastic, because that was one of the biggest issues with Half Life Alex is why can I not hit hit things with this box? Yeah. And also, I one hundred percent want to pick up a shovel and just beat a Nazi with it in the game. I mean, I loved in the trailer they showed them picking up a bust of Voltaire and smashing it on a Nazi's head. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, also, coming back from, like, Underground and stuff, uh, there will be a disguise system with stealth missions. And that excites me. It's... Honestly, I haven't been this excited about a Medal of Honor game since, like... Good lord, I don't even remember when the last time I was. About to say, no, we're to, about to be excited for Medal of Honor? To excite you even further, Sedge, if you watch the uh, developer breakdown of the trailer, that guy talks about planes so much. Give me my VR dogfighting game. They they have oh, dogfights like in it. There's four of those that exist already, so... They have dogfights in it. They have a moment where you can uh, walk through a bomber. They have uh, moments where you drop out of planes. Yeah, it's. I mean, the game looks super dope. Like, everything about it looks really good. Yeah. Okay. I thought Discord cut out on me again. No, no and we need, we need more games like this and Boneworks and Half-Life Alex to make VR viable and it's not just a tech demo for things. Yeah. And now Oculus put up a lot of funding for this enough to be a publisher. So you were saying, and I believe you, it's probably going to be an exclusive. One thing that did surprise me is I saw the, uh, the Oculus quest at the end of the trailer. And I don't know if they're just advertising, Hey, we have the Oculus quest that exists. Or if they're saying that this game will come to the quest. I no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But that would be cool because that is an entry level, like the quest costs as much as a console. I mean this might be me being an idiot being an idiot, but if to play this game I have to get a quest, I I We'll probably no. do that. Well, yeah, but no, it's not that you would have to. It's just that it put it in as one of the options. Like, we obviously know that this game will play on your PC with an Oculus headset. But the yeah, idea that saying... it could be in a standalone. But to be in, Ugh. yeah, to be in a wireless VR rig, like a standalone VR rig. No yeah. PC necessary. That That's what I'm saying. Like, if it doesn't come to index and i have to get an oculus because i'll get i'll get the quest before i buy like a full-fledged oculus for this oh fair enough okay i see what you're saying i i I don't need another vr headset 
with 8,000 cords in my apartment. Plus, if you ever did want to hook it up, you could just buy that pass-through cable. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see. If they announce it's coming to Index later, great. If they say it's permanently exclusive to Oculus, I'll deal with it. But, yeah, for now, that game looks super dope. And uh, coming into the other news, so apparently Tony Hawk's remake has some sort of online DRM. Now, this is a rumor, but I trust the source. Fair enough. I mean, so we're, we're talking like online DRM where you have to be logged in to play the game at all, right? That's what I was thinking. I think Control watched the video and was saying that it's a, like when you first boot up, you have to it, connect online to activate it. Well, okay. So there, there are multiple sides. Um, I had mentioned I did some in investigation with some individuals on Twitter, some of whom have said they have sources in Activision where the general statement was, it's a day one patch, but is not required for play. Hmm. So it is, either way, it is full on just rumor right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, now, could it be that maybe there is some semi-game-breaking glitch that has to be addressed day one? Because the game comes out in two days. And yep. if it's something they just discovered or recently discovered, they can't go to all their digital distributors and say, hey, stop the presses, yeah. we have to do an update. So rather than that, they would rather say, well, all of the games, when they sign into online, contact back to the central hub, we will distribute an update from there. Now, yeah. if I remember correctly, Tony Hawk HD, the first time that they tried to do this, uh, would check if you were online. But then, like, Tony Hawk 5, uh, they, uh, that was a game where even if you, whether you bought it on disc or download, you, you had to actually download the entire game. Well, as let's your, be honest. Day one patch. Let's be honest here. Uh, Tony Hawk 5 was hot fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. And we don't need to talk about it because it's, it's bad. That's reasonable. Um, speaking of Tony Hawk, though, because I, I, I had started to tell you guys about this beforehand and I was stopped. But I, I act, we were talking before recording about uh, different skateboarding games. So Tony Hawk, Skate, Session, Skater XL. Before recording, we were talking about different skating games. So Tony Hawk, Skate, um, and what we'd like to see for remakes later on in the future. Like a potential remake of Tony Hawk Underground. And I... It got me thinking because I watched a documentary last week about the making of the Tony Hawk series and how they got Tony Hawk in to consult and uh, basically, you know, what brought the game to fruition. And oddly enough, it was one of the main reasons that Tony went to Neversoft, like why he liked their product so much was because uh, their demo that they showed him felt 
realistic enough and believable enough that like skaters would play it and go, yes, this is skateboarding, but it was also easy enough to access. So little Timmy could just pick it up day one and have fun. Oh yeah. Up in square, man. Easiest kickflip ever. Yeah. Like that, that was Tony Hawk's whole thing was the game has to feel like a skateboarding game while being accessible to everybody. And that's such a cool thing that he thought about that. Cause you know, he, in the, in the, um, in the document, in the documentary, he talked about going to arcades and playing like 720 and whatever the hell that skateboarding Skate or game. die. Skate, he talked about Skate or Die. He talked about whatever that 3D one was. You know, the one where you sat on the board and with the rails. The uh, one that kind of inspired Ride, I think. Well, Ride was totally Tony Hawk being excited about the Wii and thinking that he could do it. Yeah. And and he even said that in the in the documentary. He was like, that was ahead of its time and the People were over plastic at that point. Like, they were done with Guitar Hero, done with all that yeah. stuff. So, that that was just a a poor And the choice. machine itself was trash. Yeah. Like, he, he said that. He admitted that in the thing. He's like, no, it didn't work like we wanted it to. But, no, it, it's just a cool little thing to see how this game... One, brought on one of the most well-recognized skaters in the industry. Cause at the time that was right when the X games were getting big. Who did the documentary you watch? Uh, that's Ooh, let me look. It sounds like a no clip or a, uh, a gamers type thing, but I doubt that's where you got it. It's not. I found it on Amazon. Ah. So... Cause it is information that I've heard and seen before. I mean, Tony Hawk's been very open about the history of, and I would say that I don't know if they have it, but no clip or gamers on YouTube would be a great free service to find a documentary, but I'm curious about the one that you watch. Yeah. It, the doc, so the documentary is called pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk video game story. Oh, I actually watched the trailer for that on IGN. Yeah, it's it's a super dope little thing. Also, I really like the fact they threw the Goldfinger lyrics in there. Oh yeah, that's the song. I mean, it is. I mean, and and that's one thing they they also talked to like uh, the guitarist from Primus and the lead singer of Goldfinger. My and mind's they racing to... faster every minute. Ugh. But they talked to these you know band members and they were like, no, they approached us. And we were like, hell yeah, let's put our songs in there. And then they'd go play a tour in, like, Europe for a crowd that never heard of the band before. And they'd start playing Superman, and the crowd would lose their fucking mind because they'd all played Tony Hawk. Oof. So it was just a cool little documentary. I, I highly recommend it. And I do stand by the statement I made pre-recording that I really want them to retry Thug. No, I agree. I, I did not like Underground 2. I, I hated Bam Margera and all that. I thought it went way too ridiculous. That idea, the first, like, an open-world Tony Hawk game, you could take out the driving, fine. 
but there was just something fun about that game. I mean, it was open world with no timers. You could skate as much as you want. That was the cool part. I want them to bring back. And it American made me genuinely Wasteland. like New Jersey. That's okay. Let's not lie to our listeners. No, that level was fun. Um, but yeah, like I'd like to see Tony Hawk Underground One. I like two, so I'd like to see two, and I want to see American Wasteland get remade. Like that'd be awesome. But with that, I think that's a good ending point here. Uh, do we want to briefly touch on the NVIDIA thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, earlier this week, I think actually Tuesday, um, yeah. which was X amount of days ago, depending on when I actually finish editing this show. Good job. Yeah. Uh, NVIDIA unveiled their new 3000 line of GPUs, which are insanely powerful yeah now like, the big news here is that they've managed to increase ray tracing and uh, machine learning and that this all uses their new ampere architecture so eventually they're going to release a, a, a mid-range line of gpus that are going to be a lot less expensive than these ones but it'll still be you know good stuff i've uh i've talked to you sedge about this the dlss is the future yeah um well let's talk about the real future with this the fact that the nvidia 3090 requires a like standalone liquid cooler true overkill of a card yeah like, it, for any gamer watching this, if you're thinking, like, oh, well, I don't want the 3070, I want the tippy-top-of-the-line, no, it's not for you. It's a $1,500 card made for Renter Farm. Yeah. That that card is made, is cost as much as my PC. And I still want to buy it. I mean, I still want to buy it. Oh, I think we all it. want it. Yeah, like, don't, don't, get, don't get any of us wrong here. We're not... If you can afford it, go for it, bud. Yeah, I don't really care to get it well that's why it's definitely if if it's not really for your average gamer i don't i don't think you'd buy it anyway i think even nvidia was kind of pretending that that's somehow a gamer card <laughs> i mean it is a gamer card but it's a gamer card for the gamers who want minecraft to look like they just stepped out in a central park i need yeah. minecraft with ray tracing Actually, don't knock Ray Trace Minecraft. That shit looks great. Oh no, I've I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's. For... I, I'm I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that's what that card is. It's it's for those type of people who want everything yeah. to look like they're standing in the real world. Yeah. I mean, when they were when they were you know given the the pros of it because obviously the entire thing's an advertisement for their new line. It, they literally mentioned that it's like thirty teraflops, which is three times the next gen consoles um yeah. and that uh and that you could do 8k 60 frames per second yeah if you if you really want the definition of overkill the nvidia 3090 which kind of cracks me up because while consoles are focused a lot on 4k 
PC gamers care more about frame rate. Yeah. And low latency. So like like there's there's a a vast majority of people who haven't even upgraded beyond 1080p yet. Um those that have seem to cap out at 1440p because they're trying to do 144 hertz. Yeah, which is what I run for both of my monitors. 1080p 144 hertz it works perfectly i don't need any more i don't really want any more i really don't care about 2k resolution or 4k resolution or any of that stuff Um, i just want my games to work (laughs) before uh before the new line was announced the the best card you can get right now is a 2080 ti and i do want to say that their lowest end of the 3000 line the 3070 is on par with the 2080 Ti, but uses the new architecture. And in layman's terms, like we've talked about this before, I brought up how if you um, if you built a next-gen console that was as powerful as a PS4 Pro, it would still outperform the PS4 Pro just because of the RDNA 2 uh, architecture yeah. from AMD. And so it's even if you get their lowest end of the high end that's so confusing even if you get the 3070 it's still a huge jump up yeah and now with with that now that we've thoroughly confused all the people who come here for the casual part of gaming casual i think it's casual enough because i don't actually know what i'm talking i mean fair Fair. don't take anything light says to heart people no hey i'm regurgitating experts I know you. So I'm making fun of you. Sorry. So I just, uh, I just caught. I I don't want to call it a meme, but an image, and it it pertains to this subject. Um, okay. But it's just an image saying like one of the quote one quote two. Everyone looks like console finally caught up to PC. Nvidia. No, and it's just a picture of the RTX 3090. <laughs> <laughs> consoles coming out here like and with this you can have an affordable home computer that you can game on pcs oh you think <laughs> yeah it you is fucking that, that's literally basically what just happened where it was like consoles finally said like yeah we've caught up to you know pc gaming in terms of the specs and capabilities and then it like nvidia just turned around i was like hey uh grab grab that thing from the vault no oh, no yeah. not you, that one you got the it other one <laughs> you no, gotta we'll, feel we'll, bad. You figure we'll for save the that longest one for next year, <laughs> for the past for the past few months, Jesus, why? For the past few months, the the entire narrative has been like when these consoles drop, like the the tech that they're packing is so uh, cutting edge that like nothing on the market matches it yet, and AMD hasn't even had a chance. Like they went with AMD for for GPU and CPU. They haven't even had a chance to come out with their new graphics cards, which don't have DLSS, don't have uh, a lot of ray tracing capabilities yet. But like they they were resting on their laurels of like, yeah, we're in the next gen consoles. We're the best. <laughs> we're the cutting edge. And then just like a couple days ago, NVIDIA is just like, oh, you thought yeah, uh, about that. <laughs> By the way, we've been uh, working on this. I feel like everybody's that... going, everybody's going 12 teraflops. My God, do we even need that much power? And NVIDIA goes, here's 30. 
I feel like that needs to be the title of the episode now. It's just like, oh, you thought. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, with that, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you sticking through what really is an hour of us just talking over each other. Don't judge Woo! us. But uh, we appreciate all of you, especially those of you who share the show with your friends, because that is how we get more listeners. And the more people who listen, I don't know how to finish that, because the, the more better they feel listen, about themselves. Yeah, that. Basically <laughs> that. Our our traffic figures are how I measure, measure most of my life's worth. So share, share oh, the geez. podcast with your friends. Give me validation. Please? <laughs> Good night, folks. Take, take care, everybody. And if you want to know the stuff that we do on the internet, uh, look in the description below for that. And, yeah, so take care. Good night. Deuces. Or good morning. I don't, I don't know. Bye. Bye.